0: You know, there's there's a saying like, you know, keep your head in the clouds and your feet on the ground. I, I think that happy medium's crucial because you need to see the top of the mountain. You need to see the big picture. But if it's all you look at, you'll always feel inadequate.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. Struggle Creates Strength is a mental health platform and podcast exemplifying that everyone has a story. I always say that no two stories are the same, but every story has the potential to help someone else. Now in today's episode, we are bringing on a very, very special guest who goes by the name of Eddie Pinero. If you don't know who he is or what he does, he is the founder and creator of his own platform and podcast called Your World Within. It's an incredible podcast and one that has honestly helped me and shaped my life to some degree and Eddie is one with so much wisdom, so much knowledge and just to be able to sit down and have a conversation with him for an hour or however long the, the podcast truly was, it was it was remarkable. I, I can't thank him enough for being willing to come on. The podcast for sharing some of his knowledge and his wisdom and also sharing his story allowing me to see where he actually came from and and how he got to where he is now it was very very intriguing for myself to hear that as he is somebody that again in the podcast world I, I look up to and being able to have these forms of conversation with him and just again seeing that he encountered his own struggles. He he went through his struggles to get to where he's at now. And every single time that I get to bring somebody on like himself, and honestly every person that's come on the podcast thus far has been able to truly say and show that they were, they were once in a place of such tragedy or maybe they're even still going through those tragedies, but they're always on the uprise and they've either... They've either created so much strength within themselves and and got to where they wanted to go, or they're in the midst of creating that. And Eddie's somebody who obviously shows where he once was, where he's at now, and his story is 100% worth hearing and sharing. Because again, I don't I don't know if I don't know if we'd ever be so or have ever felt so fortunate to have somebody like himself on the podcast. So I truly do have to thank Eddie for coming on and I have to thank all of you for listening, sharing the podcast and honestly just just being here and really helping to normalize the topic of mental health. So with all of that being said, I now introduce you to Eddie Pinero, the man behind Your World Within. Hey Eddie, how's it hey. going? Good, how are you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Sorry about that. I I think I started the meeting and then it just, I think I just, I had two separate meetings going and it just got all confused. It's all
0: good, man. Sometimes tech <laughs> throws us a curveball, you know? No kidding.
1: That's, that's usually how it goes, eh?
0: Yeah. Where, where are you uh, located? Uh,
1: I'm in Kelowna, BC. So in Canada. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. 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 Well, honestly, like I just have to first and foremost, just thank you for, for being willing to come on the podcast and. And obviously having a conversation with me, I was not going to lie. I'm going to fa- fanboy a little bit here. I was, I was really excited when you obviously agreed to it and when you were willing to come on. And I just think you have, you have so much value obviously to, to give to everyone. And um, just me being able to, to bring that to my listeners and the people that are surrounding me and the people that are kind of following along with my platform, I, I think, for me anyways, it was, it was really important and it is really important. And I think anytime you can have somebody at the caliber of yourself speaking, I think that's, it's very impactful for a lot of people. So I, I just really want to thank you for that.
0: Of course, man. Thank you. And I, I love, uh, I love the the title and and sort of the, the theme of what you're doing. I mean, it definitely overlaps with, with my message and, uh, it's an important thing to get out there. So thanks mm-hmm. for having me on.
1: No, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like that's, it was funny when I was, when I was thinking about this episode and when I was thinking about just having a conversation with you, that's literally all I had to keep coming back to is we're having a conversation because, I mean, obviously you have some, you have some numbers that um, I think to the average person would be very intimidating to see, but also it's for me, it's just so cool because it, it just shows how many people you've, you've touched and impacted and honestly, how many lives you've kind of shaped which I think, again, like you said, it kind of it does overlap the two platforms. And, and honestly, like, I guess my, my big question that I was even thinking about for so long is how on earth did you even get into this world of, of creating these messages and obviously this month, like this many motivational messages? How did you how did you get into that this whole entire yeah. world of it?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question it wasn't uh, it was a lot of exploration and kind of following um, what what I love to do which i'm sure is is partially what led you to where you are you know it's mm-hmm. like um it took me a long time learning i guess what I didn't like to do you know like uh, the type of jobs the type of work um and and I eventually I kind of learned, I don't, I mean, I know learning to think for yourself sounds extreme, but that's kind of what it is. I was kind of just kind of looked around in my, my mid twenties and it was like, I've never asked myself what I want to do. I've always asked myself what I'm supposed to do. And that just kind of led me off on this little, little journey, uh, creating, trying things, making videos, writing music, um, creative writing, uh, producing for artists in Boston. And, uh, I just love, like, I love doing that. I love creating, but I also like talking about the, uh, the highs and the lows and sort of the ups and the downs of being a creator. Cause it's so rewarding, but sometimes it's so painful, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's kind of what led me that direction, just writing about the experience and, uh, the times that were incredible and what I learned and the times I got my ass kicked and what I learned and where the value was. And, uh, that's that's where i'm like this is where i want to hone in this is where i can add the most value to the world and it's also what i love to do Mm -hmm. no yeah that's incredible and honestly just as you're kind of saying
1: that i think what it really is is it's just authenticity um which i think is why i i resonated and was drawn to you so much is because i think in all the messages that you talk about there's that's all it is is it's authenticity and when you express the highs and the lows it's just, I think that's why so many people relate and why obviously you've, you've had so many listeners and why you, you reach so many people and touch so many people in deeper levels. is just cause it is, it's, it's the authenticity of it. And because I think, and again, it's even something that I'm really trying to do is just show people that you, like the bad days are inevitable. Like they happen, the, the bad yeah. times they happen and you're, you can't, you cannot avoid them. But I think they also obviously, and it's so cliche, but it just, it really does lead to the good days and at least leads to those really
0: high moments. Um, and and but- you can help people like, you know, by by talking about what you do and what you experience when you are building your podcast mm. and looking at the world, like it's, it's really a valuable thing. You know, mm-hmm. you save people the time of making the mistake. I, I remember like my grandmother recently, she's like, do you like, you're, you're, she listens to everything I put out and she's like, do you always live up to the messages you put out? And I was like, like Nana, not even close. Right. But I write them, (laughs) I write them for me. Like, I know Mm -hmm. what I should aspire to do. And, and, um, when you're trying to coach yourself through life, you're going to fall short. But I think the beauty and the power is in creating that target, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, you have something to aim for and you can celebrate your successes and other people can, can join you uh, in the process.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually, that's really interesting just because I know this is actually something that I've, I've struggled with a lot, I think. um, And I know a lot of other people have as well, but it's when you start to, when you start to kind of follow that path that you want to be in, or, or you even, you figure out like what your purpose is supposed to be and you start to start to go in that direction and you start to do things. And um, I think sometimes it can be really difficult just because you almost like, if you have those slip ups or you have those moments when it's like, I really don't want to do this today. Or I I, like, I just, I, I I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And when you start to get lost in those moments, I think that's when it can become very, very difficult to obviously to, and especially if you're putting these messages out and, or like like like-minded messages out, to the world I think that's when it can almost it can be difficult because I know that's something that I've ran into I'm like okay I'm I'm saying these things these are my goals and I'm I'm working towards them but I also at some point at some points I almost feel lost as well right and I think that's just uh like that that message just resonates with me so much because I think that's where we can we can get kind of lost in it or sometimes it's uh we don't fully acknowledge that we are still going in the right direction, even though we're not going at the pace that we think we should be, or the pace that our messages are, are being put out at, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's interesting to look at it like a process, but it's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't look at it like that, you get, you get caught up in the small stuff and to your point, like the days where nothing's going right, or you feel like you're sort of, you're not sure you're second guessing, it's easy to get down on yourself, you know, mm-hmm. but when you look at it as a process and sort of depersonalized failure, um, you know, I remember there was a, um, this is a conversation I had with my dad, actually. I'm giving you like my entire family <laughs> history here. Uh, but I, I remember uh, the the videos, right? Because you were talking about numbers a little while ago and, mm-hmm. and numbers is sort of the metric that we use for like how many people am I helping? You know, mm-hmm. how many people is this adding value to? And there was a point where, uh, they went down, and I was like, "Man, am I not like, am I missing the mark here?" I was so excited about some of the content that I was putting out, and it just missed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my dad being like, "That's just, I mean, that's that's the way it goes. Think of it like the stock market; it's not always up and up and up and up. And it's like that. Really, that little piece of perspective really helped me. It's like mm-hmm. longevity, the long game. Sometimes you take twenty steps back before you take fifty steps forward, and that's." Mm-hmm. You know, life in the big city. But if you can maintain that understanding, uh, you can move forward with sanity, right? You you can mm-hmm. see yourself as someone that's still winning, even though you might have taken an L in the micro. It's it's all mm-hmm. you know. It's all one thing.
1: No, absolutely. And when when you were first starting your podcast, or even when you were starting kind of all the the different paths that you were you were going down, did you ever mm-hmm. have those? I'm sure you did. But did you ever have those moments when? You're like, what kind of what am I doing? Or or is it is this really what I should be doing?
0: Yeah, it, it's hard because it was the it was the first time I'd put that much energy into something and not gotten uh, validation back, right? Like mm-hmm. generally in school, if you study for a test, you get an A or a B mm-hmm. or something that's decent, right? Or like mm-hmm. you put in the work, you get the result. Um, and this is the first time for me that I learned, like, no, you can put hours and weeks and all of yourself into something, and the universe just not care, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a it was an important lesson for me to not personalize it, to understand that it's not a referendum on me or life saying you suck or you're not good enough. No, it's like it's it's literally the reason most people move on to something easier because mm-hmm. it's a decision point where you have to say. Do I move forward into this, even though it feels crazy, even though it it like it, it makes me question my value, um, or do I, I do something simple? And uh, that, that's why I look at it as such an important thing. And like externally, like I I wasn't getting support from a lot of people, um, like friends and stuff from from school that I would have liked to, that would have helped. And like it's all part of things that like. You realize so much depends on your ability to trust your vision, or as Nietzsche says, to dance before the music's played, to see things that are unseen. Uh, and it was like that's what it was: building a relationship with myself, learning to trust myself. And I think we all need to go through that in some way. Uh, we rely so much, so heavily, on the world validating our existence, uh, mm-hmm. but true things of meaning, uh, you know, they they start in your head and they're not there, right. You have to sort of create that, um, that, that trust in yourself. Mm -hmm.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think that's even something that I think almost every single person should kind of acknowledge to some degree, but maybe fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, but not everyone does kind of see it that way where when it gets hard, it's almost, again, such a cliche saying, but when it gets hard, it's almost, uh, it almost is kind of that, kind of that uh, indicator
0: to, like green to keep light. going.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that right there <laughs> is it. It's, it's, it's like, okay, just, just keep going because you're, you're going to get there or you're going to, you're going to break through at least a little bit. Um, and I mean, in, even in my own life, I've seen that. And it's not even just from the podcast world or social media and nothing like that, but just in life in general, I think I've seen when, when times get really, really tough and I'm able to, to literally just go through it. And Mm -hmm. once I accept it and once I, once I just work to get through it, it's usually when it, when it like goes up, (laughs) you get, you get the uprise and you're no longer on that, on that decline. You're, you're actually on the incline and it just, it makes it, um, I think it, it almost helps because when you, when you do push through those, those little moments or you, when you push through those battles and you see the gain that you can actually have from them or how you can, you can be benefited or even just what you learn in that whole entire process, I think that's what ultimately is going to... It's like the compounding factor to success or happiness or, or whatever you claim as, I guess, the, the higher mark. But um, I, just, I think that's what it really is about is just um, being able to, to go through something to obviously, as David Goggins would kind of say, like callous your mind to, yeah, to, be, yeah. to be better and stronger. And, and then when something else comes your way, you obviously know that you can you can defeat that and keep moving forward. And obviously it's kind of it's kind of like working through all those things.
0: It's the the confidence is earned uh, motto. There's um, mm-hmm. a, a really cool series of lectures uh, Jordan Peterson puts online at the University mm-hmm. of Toronto where he, like, I've heard it a million times, but you know how, like, when you hear it the right way, it, like, changes yeah. the, yeah. So I, he, he's basically talking about the human condition and how, you know, meaning is, uh, essential to being humans, like purpose. We need mm-hmm. purpose and you can only get that through suffering. And he's talking about, you know, in our mythology, our storytelling, he breaks down like Disney movies, for example, like Pinocchio needs to go into the belly of the whale before he can be reborn. It's, it's like, a uh, it's part of what it is to be human, to step mm-hmm. into that vast unknown, to embrace suffering, to embrace discomfort before we can obtain some type of meaning. And it's like, it's funny. Cause it's just so counterintuitive. It hurts physiologically. It sucks to move into mm-hmm. stuff that like, you know, you know, you can take a, a metaphorical beating and, and feel like the clown in, in, in the class. But, um, that is the only way to, uh, mm-hmm to your point, callous the mind a little bit to, 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 to make yourself realize there's more.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And and it honestly is, it's with everything in in, like, and when you start to, I think that's the biggest thing is the realization of that. And it's, Mm it's once you, and once you can almost like implement that into your life and um, once you can almost even chase that, like, I think that's a really interesting, interesting perspective is when you can chase chase that uncomfortable zone or, or chase that suffering to some degree and put yourself through that. And then obviously coming out of it on the other side and seeing, seeing how you feel, seeing the confidence that you gain, the pride that you have in yourself. I think that's when it, it can be obviously a, a game changer and when it can even start to separate you from, from somebody else or separate you from your, your old self or from who you, who you kind of once were almost.
0: Yeah. It's like the only way to lose is to stay exactly where you are to stay, Mm -hmm. you know, to stay the same, but that's also what's most comfortable. It's a very strange (laughs) dynamic, but it's, yeah, it's, it's such a powerful thing to understand
1: Mm -hmm. No, Absolutely. And honestly, as I was kind of saying the, the past part about suffering and deliberately suffering, it it sparked something that I, uh, that I saw. And so you're, as I hear you're into running which is uh and by the looks of it the thing that you posted yesterday it looks like you're like you're not just into running like you are a runner because by the the look of your pace and obviously some of the numbers that you push like how, oh, how did you kinda, yeah like how did you how do you fall into that
0: yeah well i uh it, it's it's funny that was the i, I haven't done something uh that short in a while. Like I, the way I've used running has kind of changed over the years. It, it almost like I, it, it morphs into whatever I need it to be. Like now for the most part is I'll run nine, 10 miles, uh, but I'll, I'll go slow and kind of put in my headphones. And it's when I get to listen to an audio book or like, mm-hmm. you know, philosophy podcast, or like really get to kind of think about fun, exciting things. Um, but it's it's always like injury versus like practicality so it's always shifting but this is anyway the long story short yesterday was the first time in a while that i do, i did like a uh like a speed, a five K is like a sprint almost for 3.2 mm-hmm. miles, which is just not comfortable. It's not, <laughs> it's not fun, but it's a good, you know, it's good to throw it in there. Cause it's a good, uh, you know, a good kick in the ass when you need it, a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I use it as, as like a, a, a metaphor for life. And like, there's so many parallels in college, it was rowing. And then after college, I didn't really want to row anymore. Uh, so I picked up more heavily on running and just, the, uh, you know, the mental parallels, realizing that when things hurt, uh, you know, is when you need to continue through um, mm-hmm. understanding that there are days you don't want to do it, but you have to get up and, and do it anyway. Uh, there's so many things that it, it's like, it, it helps me maintain perspective on life. And and I think that's why so many people run and, and my friends that run, you know, we, it's almost like a little cult. We talk about it all the time <laughs> because it becomes like, essentially who you are. There's, there's mm-hmm. just uh, so much connection between life and running. And, and that's why I use it so often in my videos. Cause I'm like, guys, there's so much we can learn from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, so it was,
1: it was funny. I was actually, I was kind of noticing like, we're picking up on that a little bit, obviously with the, the running and it is kind of a, a common trait in a lot of motivational videos, but I think it's, it is like, it's the perfect It's kind of the perfect representation or, or the perfect, um, example of, of, I guess, like of, um, kind of growing from a, from a mental standpoint. And, and I think that's why it fits so well with motivational videos and, and videos that are making you think and making you kind of question, question what you're doing and, and where you need to go boundaries.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. And, and I know, um, like I've recently jumped into the running world and it's been, Oh, cool. Like, yeah. And I always, I always said it was for my, I always said it was strictly for my, my mental health and more so for, for the, for my mindset and just seeing how far I could actually push myself. And that's, mm. that's what I've advocated to everyone and why I always advocate running. Cause so I'm like, Hey, if, if you want to work through something, just jump out on the road for 10 minutes and you can, you can, you can see either you're going to, you're going to tame yourself back or you're going to push yourself further, but you can, you can accomplish a lot in 10 minutes. Like you can, yeah. you can run yourself through hell in 10 minutes. If you really, if you really want to, and, and there's always ways that you can push yourself further and harder. And I think that's something that I really envy about so many people in the running scene and why i always love talking about it and why i always love doing it is just because it's it's a lot of like-minded people experiencing a lot of the same things and we all are working through our own struggles or just looking to expand and and grow and i think that's what running can really do for a lot of people and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing but not everyone not everyone wants to jump into it
0: I agree. Yeah. Like, you know, right away when someone says that they're a runner, uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, you have to respect someone for, you know, the self-induced torture they put themselves. (laughs) But, but I, I liked what you said, you know, it's a, in terms of like pushing your limitation and it's, it's you against you. Um, and, and that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's, it's inevitable. If you're going to put yourself in some type of physical stress, you can't help those thoughts that are like, all right, slow down now. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's just a thing that happens. Yeah. Right. And so, y- you know, you're, you are presented a decision like, do I, or do I continue forward? Uh, and, and that's a, a personal decision that you make in the process. and, you know, when we talk about life, I mean, that's what life is. It's you against you in that series. Like I mentioned of checkpoints where it hurts Mm -hmm. and whether that's physical or mental, you know, the unknown hurts becoming something better hurts. And you, you, you know, you have to check in with yourself and say, is this a cost I'm willing to pay? And I think that's why we find running so valuable because, when you say, yes, it is a cost I'm willing to pay and you finish that run and you feel like a million bucks and you're proud of yourself. And then, you know, the, the outside of running in the real world, when you say yes and continue forward and you, you evolve and you grow, when you get that value that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten, it's like, it's an understanding. It's a philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's like from discomfort comes the greatest things that we ever achieve. And it's so easy to say, no, it's so easy to slow down. It's easy to not go hard on when you're running and it's easy to say, no, I'll do the easier thing in life. Uh, mm-hmm. but you know, when you, when you sort of forge and, and and condition your brain to think that way, it's just, it's changed my life. I wrote my TEDx talk about it. Um, you know, the idea that the thing we least want to do is what we most is what we should do. It's where the value mm-hmm. is for the benefit is.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, just, I think, uh, like, that was kind of the question I was going to ask you is, have you have you used it to obviously help you in life and get you through um, a lot of the obstacles that you've, you've ever encountered or any form of encounter and struggle that you've ever had?
0: Yeah, I mean, that that philosophy of, if it scares you, it's probably the right thing, um, you know, and I point to I'll use a TEDx talk, for example, like the whole like um, running in the rain as the as the crux of, of the story, just to show you how simple the philosophy is like it started one morning in Boston, I used to run before work. And, you know, I'd run in the winter, no big deal. Right. I'd put on a beanie and cold gear and it would be fine. But this one morning it was like disgusting out. It was like this slushy frozen rain and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, dude, <laughs> do you really want to do this? Right. Cause it would just as easy to run at lunch or some other time. Uh, but I did, I went out mm-hmm. and I ran and it was like a, you know, a terrible first 10 minutes, but your body acclimates and you warm up and then it becomes like any other run and you come back and you're proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I'm taking off the gear and getting in the shower, I'm like, I did something that most people wouldn't, you know, and, and there's just such merit to that. It, and and so that was sort of what I embodied throughout my life. So when it came to leaving my corporate job, which was, uh, you know, there was a lot of value there, a lot of great people, but it wasn't, you know, I wasn't content. I didn't enjoy it. Could have easily stayed there, but I, I didn't, I went out on a limb and I did the hard thing and I'm, was thankful for it or the YouTube channel making videos for a year and a half and, you know, not getting much traction and the easy thing would have been to move on, but I kept writing and kept speaking, kept making videos and eventually did catch on, um, you know, relocating, like deciding that, you know, I needed to uproot and, and, uh, start again. And there was nothing in me that was excited about that. I mean, at all, it was torturous, but I knew it was the right thing. And all these things present new opportunities in worlds that, you know, would have been completely undiscovered. So, um, yeah, that's sort of the, that's why I preach that. It's like, sometimes what we least want to do is what we most need to.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, did you, or I guess like, how did, how did you, or how do you, um, like, did you ever really struggle with kind of keeping I guess I don't know how to word this properly, but it's uh, like, do you ever, did you ever struggle kind of um, to keep that sense of pride in yourself after like, for instance, after you go for a run and, and you feel, you feel so proud of yourself. And when you acknowledge like, Hey, I just did something that most people aren't doing. And, and you're, you start to take that and implement that into your life. Did you ever find yourself almost second guessing that or second guessing if you, if you had like if you really should be proud or if it was kind of a a hoax in your head or, or did you always just kind of head down and be like, yeah, this is exactly who I am and, and this is what separates me.
0: Oh no. I mean, a ton of doubt. I I think throughout the way, I think, you know, the the biggest adversary is self-doubt and it's sort of maintaining that sense of self-worth and and self-belief. I think that's the hardest thing, you know? When I talk about you against you, it's like, you know, it's it's to march confidently into an unknown when you're not getting validation from the external world is tough. And it was one of the most important things that I I sort of, uh, well, let's just say I gave it attention, right, and I gave it attention by creating, like tangible wins I could create for myself. Like I'm not gonna have, you know, I'm not gonna be able to to help or add value to a hundred thousand people in a month. I just know that's not the case. But what are three things I can do today? Right. Well I can, I can write a video that means something to me that I think is going to be valuable, put it out to the world and that's it. Emotionally detach. Right. Yeah. And I can send three emails to people that uh, you know, I admire and see if I can connect with them. Right. So it's, it's, in other words, it's ABC. I check those boxes. I go to bed at night and I feel like a winner because I set goals for myself and I followed through. And I found that when I did that, the more concrete that became, the more I set parameters and, and, and met them, um, mm-hmm. you start to embody that you start to feel like someone who is, um, is succeeding. You know, there's, there's a saying like, you know, keep your head in the clouds and your feet on the ground. I, I think that happy mediums crucial because you need to see the top of the mountain. You need to see the big picture, but if it's all you look at, you'll always feel inadequate. So mm-hmm. it's like, you also have to celebrate these little steps that you're taking and it's a game of balance, you know, but um, learning to play that and putting myself in a, in a position to win uh, it was huge. Um, I, I think it, was Charlie Munger, but I'm not sure. Uh, he says you are your own experiment. Mm-hmm. And like a, a big part of life is is experimenting with what makes you feel good, what creates the best possible scenario for you to win um, and diving into that. And so I, I tinkered with a lot of that stuff when it comes to daily routines and my creative process and um, how I can add the most value and just you know, worked and worked and worked and worked until I found something that I felt like, uh, you know, had me on the wrong, on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, when you, when you say like earlier there, you said that,
1: um, it's almost a matter of, of leaping into something like leaping into the unknown almost. Right. And like when you, when you first went into, cause I, there's always this, there's always the discussion about how, if you're going to, leave your job, for instance, you have to make sure that you have the rest of your life or the, the very next step all figured out. Were you mm-hmm. somebody that had it all figured out? Or did you just say, Hey, you know what, this is kind of what I, what I want to do. And I'm going to really take a, I wouldn't even call it a, a risk, but just, I'm going to just really fall into the path that I want to fall into.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I've been building a studio for my creative, like just a home studio, you know, like I had an interface and some monitors. And so I've been like acquiring this stuff to, uh, to create and do what I wanted to do, but I didn't really have a a landing pad. And and it's funny because I look back, people ask this all the time and, and I'm not sure what advice to give in the sense that part of me wishes I was more methodical. Part of me wishes that, uh, I had strategized and had built some semblance of, um, uh, let's say a strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other part of me was like, when I quit and had no idea what the hell was going to happen, it forced myself to figure it out, right? It was like one of the first times in my life, like I mentioned, I put my back against the wall and was like, what are you going to do now? Are you going to let yourself fail? And I knew in my heart that I wouldn't, right? I, I knew that it would be difficult and that I might take some L's, but that I would adjust that I would keep pivoting Mm -hmm. and you really can't lose. If you're willing to continue to pivot and evolve, it's like Mm -hmm. you only lose when you stop, you know? So yeah, it was, it was, it it was kind of picking up the pieces and continuing forward. It was like for a year, you know, I, I really had no idea what to do and it scared the hell out of me, but it was the most valuable year of my life because it allowed me to try these things and, um, ask myself the tough questions that I'd never asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when when people ask that question, Eddie, I want to quit my job. Uh, I, I don't know um, you know, really what I want to do. Should I just quit? It's like, well, you have to be pragmatic, but also bold and courageous in following your beliefs, right? You mm-hmm. we need food and shelter. And so you have to plan for those things, but you also have to understand that you're not going to know how everything's going to play out. And and if you don't take those risks without seeing the outcome, you're going to stay right where you are. So again, it's sort of that, that's that in the middle, that happy medium. Mm -hmm.
1: Do do you think, do you think you got to where you are and do you think you kind of uh, obtained the amount of success that you have or even the impact that you've had? given the fact that you kind of did get pinned up against the wall and scared the shit out of yourself. Do you think that that really like allowed you to grow even maybe even faster than it would have, if you, if you would have strategized or, or planned everything out?
0: I think it brought me, I, I could never have planned this. This was not something mm-hmm. that I, I planned. Uh, there's this saying that, you know, you're, where you're meant to be is when you're doing what you love to do and it adds the most value to the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I was making acoustic singer-songwriter stuff, putting that on YouTube, and, like, it was fine. Like, I always I always say, like, if I gave my life to that, I might have been an above-average singer-songwriter, maybe a good one, mm-hmm. uh, but... I. I don't have like an amazing voice and you can't change that. Right. And that's fine. That's the way it is. But it it enabled me to sort of explore those things and take the pieces that I like. And then it's like, you, you stumble upon. Where you meet both where you're doing something you love and people are like, I need this. This adds value to me. That's Mm -hmm. when you go all in. And like, I couldn't have planned for that. I had to, I had to stumble. Uh, around that, you know, for me, like it's it's weird the way it works that the first, um, speech I ever wrote was about how hard it was, um, you know, being a a creative in Boston and like the money for the first time drying up. And the speech was called ode to excellence. Mm -hmm. And it was like a, a commitment to myself to not go back to that previous world, to pursue excellence in myself, to push myself and, uh, I put it out to the world and and I got just crazy feedback and I'm like wow this there's a hit with people. And so now the next question is how can I combine whatever elements here worked with what's going to get me excited and up every morning just ready to grow and take on the world and that's what it was and I spent you know, the next however many years writing, creating the background music, writing the speeches, creating this little cinematic experience that was, Mm -hmm. it was a blast. It was a way for me to uh, express myself and my worldview and help other people do the same. And so, yeah, it, it was just such an incredible process. I look back now and I just think like, without the ability to like that JRL token quote, not all, not all who wander are lost, like without Mm -hmm. the ability to do that, you don't end up where you need to be in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it almost like
1: that almost obviously so, so inspiring. And it's also um, it also is, is it's really sad because a lot of people, they do, they do go back once they, once they try something, once they, they dip their toes in and they get a little scared, it's not, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to walk through the, walk through the the dark forest and, and see the light on the other side. It's, it's okay. I'm just going to go back, go back inside and we'll try this again some other lifetime, <laughs> but right. And, it's, right, it's, right. and it's, it's just, it's so, it all, it honestly is, it, it's upsetting to see that from a lot of people and, um, there is, there's so many people that do fall into that, but then there's all, obviously so many people like yourself that, that are willing to, to just, it's not even bet on themselves, but just believe in themselves and believe in, in what they're capable of and, and see what they can actually achieve in life. And obviously yourself, you, you've proven that to, to obviously yourself, but also everyone else as well. And it, it is really inspiring.
0: I appreciate that, man. And that's, that's w- what it's supposed to be is exactly how you're framing it. The people for me, like, yeah, I, I, I understand this now. Um, but it's, it's almost like it needs to be reinforced. And every once in a while, when I need it most, someone puts their arm around my shoulder and says, this is, it's difficult, but it's supposed to be, you know, like you, you've you got what it takes. Don't always look ahead, look behind you, understand how far you've come, understand that nothing meaningful is easy and you've chosen that and that's great. And it's like, oh yeah, right, right? Like, thank you, like I needed to be grounded and that's what these videos, I intend them to be for other people. It's like that metaphorical arm around your shoulder. It's like, things might suck right now. Things might feel awful right now. You might not be able to see any light right now or any rational reason to move forward right now, but right now is not forever. And you know you have the ability to move forward, and in doing so, you'll create the most meaningful things in life. Um, it's all we need is a reminder. Sometimes that's truly mm-hmm. it.
1: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I just have a kind of a burning question to ask you about uh, your your TED Talk experience. What what did that kind of? Because I think I and maybe this is just me, but in my my own world, but. I always kind of look at TED Talk as it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Grammys of public speaking, you know, and you, you get there and it's just, uh, you're obviously impacting a lot of people on, on such a prestigious stage.
0: And what was that experience like for you? It was fun. I met some incredible people. It was, it was, uh, uh, TEDx Young Circle Park, which is, uh, as weird as it sounds, the exact town I relocated to like, it was crazy (laughs) how it happened, but yeah. So I, I, you know, I just, uh, unpacked my trailer from Boston and like, hadn't been here long at all. And I see this advertisement, I think it was through the chamber of commerce. They were like, you know, we're hosting a a TEDx and, uh, you know, you can try out or audition. And I was like, wow, that's like, you know, that's, that's perfection. Right. So anyway, I sent my application and, and auditioned and, um, obviously went, went well enough to, to have uh, participated in the event. And it was just, it was really cool listening to uh, some incredible stories from some incredible speakers. So I I really enjoyed the process.
1: Yeah, no. And that's insane. I can't believe that the exact, exact spot.
0: Hollywood, (laughs) Hollywood, Florida too. It's not like it was Miami. It was just, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting.
1: You think you manifested that or what?
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes as the saying goes, shit just works out. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta capitalize when it does. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was.
1: <laughs> no, that, that's, that's awesome. Um, do you, do you have, like, I'm just curious about um, sorry, again, to kind of bring it back to the, the running stage and stuff. No, it's all but, good. Uh, it's a grand in my mind right now. And I've just, uh, I'm curious, like, have you ever, like, have you ever gone into like races and and the maybe even the ultra scene and and doing things like that? Have you have you kind of immersed yourself into that world of things, or more so just the the everyday sort of stuff?
0: It's been primarily for me to do throughout the day, but I have. I've, I've run uh, a few halves, um, nice. and I did. Well, I did. I've done a couple five hundred mile uh, relays with some friends. Like one, one of this was an incredible experience. Uh, I actually, this guy uh, Tom Pace, he's the the CEO of Pace Butler, and very eccentric guy. Like so, one of the kindest, most generous, incredible people I've ever met. But if you don't know him, he comes across, it's like very abrasive. It's like, yeah, I just got this email that was like, we're running across Texas. Would you like to join? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know you. Like, what are you talking about? And uh, he just kept pushing it, kept pushing. It. I got on the phone with him and um, he's like, this is going to be amazing. It's a life-changing thing. You know, I'm with some, some folks and it's, uh, it will be worth your while. And I'm like, whatever, fine, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's run across <laughs> Texas. And uh, it was, it's like nonstop. Um, you know, you're running five miles and then you get like about an hour break, sometimes a little less, and then you're back out. And so it was like that for a continuous amount of time. And it was like, again, just learning how much you can do. You know, I ran like, I forget, like 130 miles in a weekend, um, which is the first time I'd ever done anything like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And and it's like, if I can do that, you know, you just, you, you, you sort of, uh, reset that benchmark for yourself. So it's a pretty cool, mm-hmm. pretty cool experience.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. It's actually, it's funny you say that. So, uh, this, or I guess it's this Friday, I'm going to be, um, actually, so yesterday I got a call, uh, I got a call from a person that's located in, in Ontario. And basically he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going on this run for suicide prevention. So it's 137 kilometers, and we're leaving on Friday at 7 p.m. Running through the night into the next day, and just gonna crank out 137 kilometers. And I was like, "Screw it! Count like count me in. Let's there just, you go. Uh, nice. let's, let's do nice. it." So uh, yeah, and it was funny because um, September on September 11th, I ran or I competed in a 52.5 kilometer. Uh, trail marathon. So like, that was, uh, that was, you've been doing some ultras.
0: That's awesome.
1: So and it was just, uh, I really, I really liked it. And I, I always tell this story to people because I have two stories from it and they were very impactful for myself because before going into it, I never ran a marathon, never ran an ultra marathon. I was just, I was like, this is something I really want to do to push, myself and push my mind and see, see what I'm capable of or, or see, see what's pressing on my mind. Cause I always hear that when you go into these ultras, you just fall into a whole brand new state of mind mm-hmm. and you're, you're working through your problems or your past struggles or whatever it is. And that's what I was kind of anticipating on happening. And when I was in it, this is the first one is I realized how, how happy I am in life and how fulfilled I am in life, because there was never a moment that I was I was trying to dig through myself I was just like I feel very present and I was I was never once thinking about past struggles thinking about the future nothing I was just I was very I was at honestly just a state of bliss and I was very very calm and I was it was it was kind of crazy but like to think about that now but it was uh that was obviously really cool and then um again, I, I got to see how far or what your mind, what your body will try and stop you off, but your mind can overcome. And I was on like kilometer 25 on this hike, hike up the hill and my legs just full blown seized, like just couldn't move the both of them fully just ragdolled over. Yeah. And I was, I was like, <laughs> and I'm grabbing myself and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I'm maybe I'm stuck on this hill. I have no idea. And it was that kind of that moment when I was honestly just thinking about so many, so many motivational speeches at that time. And also people that have ran these races before and how they just say, like, when, when things get tough, you just, you basically channel within yourself and you just keep going and keep going. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, my legs are fully cramped. And the only thing I can kind of do is tell my legs to stop cramping and just start running. And that's, honestly what I did and it just, it was weird because it, it worked. And it was like, I think our, our bodies um, and sometimes obviously our minds as well, will really try and limit us to what we're truly capable of. But when we surpass that or push that, push that barrier step really far outside of our comfort zone, then that's when we see, we, we kind of catch our second leg or our second wind. And we can see that we have so much more potential than what we honestly limit ourselves too with with comfort but just that's amazing uh, yeah Yeah.
0: oh yeah no it's exciting that you do that stuff and it's true Mm -hmm. like you can't learn that somewhere else right it's like Mm -hmm. it's so uh, i don't know man it's invaluable Mm -hmm. you know absolutely
1: yeah yeah and and that's honestly what i like why again I, i always advocate it why i always talk about it so much and honestly because that's the thing too i'm like i don't classify myself as a runner by any means like there's I never never go up and I'm like hey I'm, I'm Lucas I'm a runner I'm just like that's the furthest thing that ever crosses my mind that's just like another thing that I enjoy to do from time to time and mm-hmm. it's more so just like these conversations and and really just trying to impact others like that's what I think is great and obviously the the running is a way for me to try something for myself and see if I can push it on to other people because if it works for me, then it's got to work for somebody else. And obviously the same as the messages that you put across, the same as the messages that a lot of people put across. We just we we tend to to use our own lives or or as Jordan Peterson said, or I think or whoever you said said it, but that we are our own experiment and um whatever we try with ourselves. I think if something works, then it's important that we relay that on to other people and, and push that message on to other people because never know who you might help or what somebody might be going through, and um, it could be the person next to you, the person across from you, or somebody across the world. But there's there's somebody that's going to resonate in one way or another. Hence all your all your videos and all the traction that they've gained.
0: Hey Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, I I think I'm going to write about this next week. But that I was doing this interval uh training, and mm-hmm. there's this one point in the middle of the training where it goes from like. Push ups and crunches to like straight cardio where it's like high, high knees. And like, it's, it, I would say it's the hardest part of the class. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, she was like, basically by not stopping, I love the way she put this. She's like, by simply going forward, you never know who you're inspiring. Like by you continuing to move forward, you never know who around you is seeing you. And because of that, moving on in their own lives. And I thought that was such a cool thing because it's like, when we think of influence, you know, we think of of these social media platforms and X amount of followers and videos and content. And it's like, sure, that has its place. But like you can change someone's life close to you, around you by just when you're on, uh, wherever you were mile 25, right. To, mm-hmm. to continue forward, to find some way to move forward. And, uh, I don't think we should, you know, overlook that stuff. There's a lot of power and a lot of value there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And, um, honestly, I kind of want to, maybe this will be an, an interesting one, but I always ask people for their biggest, ad- biggest tip of advice ever for somebody that's struggling or or may encounter any form of struggle and i think this is probably this has to be one of my most exciting ones because i feel like you're somebody that that has obviously endless amounts of advice but what would be your your kind of all-time biggest tip of advice for somebody
0: Yeah, well, I think I mean my answer to this is is perfect for the conversation because it's it's right in line with what we've been talking about. It's no one's gonna come up to you on the street and put their arm around you and say, hey, you don't know me, but that business, I think you're gonna build it. It's gonna be amazing. Hey, that 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 girl or that guy that you're interested in, it's gonna happen, right? There's never that certainty. It's never projected upon you. You know, you have to truly will things into existence. And it's challenging. It takes more of you than you knew you can give, but at the end of the day, it's more worth it than, you know, ever turning back. And so that's what it would be. It would be dance before the music plays. It would be, see it before it's there and trust yourself to, uh, to, to get there.
1: Mm -hmm. No, that is, that's incredible. And honestly, again, I just, I, I truly can't thank you enough for obviously coming on the podcast and and just having a conversation with me and I was I was really, really thrilled to obviously be able to sit here and have this conversation and everything that you said is obviously going to play of impact on, on people's lives and resonate with them a lot and I know it, it did for me and uh, I know this will be one that I probably listen to and watch over multiple times and because I, again it just, it is, it's very very impactful for myself. And obviously just to hear somebody and to, to speak with somebody that has kind of done it. And that's honestly what I, what I kept telling um, what I kept telling the people that were close to me is I'm just, I was so thrilled for this one because I get to talk to somebody that has kind of has like, in a sense, like done it, you know, and done what I'm almost aspiring to do to to some degree or another. And um, for me, that just uh, it is, it goes, it goes a lot further than I think I could ever project. So I just, I really do want to say thank you so much for, for coming on and and sharing everything with me and with everyone that, uh, this is going to touch.
0: Oh, Lucas, my pleasure, man. Great conversation and, uh, keep, uh, keep making an impact. You're doing amazing things. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. And honestly, just for like everyone that wants to obviously go and see all your videos and and obviously listen to your podcast as well, where, where could they kind of reach you or, or go and see all your stuff?
0: Yeah. So um, my, my stuff is on YouTube under Eddie Panero, or the podcast is the your world within podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you want to reach out personally, you can find me on Instagram um, at your underscore world underscore within. And uh, I'm usually pretty good at uh, getting back. So mm-hmm. Would what love to connect. I,
1: yeah, absolutely. And okay, I guess one last question is um and I I'm, I'm sure I can kind of guess the answer
0: to this, but why This to be good. I can Yeah.
1: No, it's it's no, it's not <laughs> nothing crazy, but why your world within?
0: Uh because it's it's really the 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 foundation of everything. You know, it was when I was in that difficult time of sort of exploration and uncertainty and like what am I going to do with my life? Why does it matter? Um, I, I realized that it's not the situation; it's it's how we're looking at the situation. And the, it, was, it was like comforting to me to know, like I, the the metaphor that I came to to use is like, you know, you're sitting in a dark room and you can't see anything. And of course, that's scary and unsettling. But a light switch is always, uh, you know, an arm's reach away. And so when you are whatever the situation is, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever difficulty you're going through, the idea that okay, there is a solution. I just have to figure out where it is, is a lot different than asking yourself, is there a solution at all? It's like, mm-hmm. yes, there is. And it's right there. You just have to position the way that you're looking at things so that you can find it internal. you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a world within projected out, not a world uh, outside of you taken in. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that switch I think is a, a pretty valuable distinction. Mm-hmm.
1: that's that's awesome that's incredible and again thank you so See, much i can for, ramble about
0: anything you ask I, a simple I, question exactly. i'll give you three I, minutes of uh <laughs>
1: that's that's the thing that's that's probably the problem is i know that i i could ask you a million more questions but i know that uh i know it would go on for for quite some time but i i truly do again like i thank you for this and i hope that we get to have a another conversation in the future and i hope that we can sit down and and have another podcast filming or, or do anything in the future because like I said it's for me it's so like I've, I think even one of the biggest things that we're always kind of told is that you you should try and strive to surround yourself with with people that you not necessarily aspire to be but that are that are the same sort of thinkers or are or exp, uh, exploring the same the same type of avenues and uh, for me, that's why I was, again, just so so thrilled for this because it's exactly what it is. And that's what I really aspire to do is always surround myself with very like-minded people or, or people that are at least thinking similar thoughts to myself. And and that's what I've, I've tried to do. And um, that's, again, why, why I'd love to do something in the future, sit down, have a filming in the future, whatever it is. But I just, again, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. I hope everyone enjoyed Eddie's story and I highly encourage you to reach out to him or go and listen to his podcast and watch his videos because they're beyond inspiring and motivational and I'll leave all of the... All the links to to all of his platforms in the description below. And if you do want to reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, you're more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook. Or you can also reach me on my website at StruggleCreateStrength.com. All podcasts are posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and additional posts are posted on Instagram as well. Now again huge huge thank you has to go to all of those of you that are sharing the podcast that are sharing all of the content in general it means the world to me and i know you might not think that it does all that much but you seriously are changing people's lives and i'm the fortunate one that gets to hear from these people but by you sharing the podcast by you sharing all the posts on social media, you're making a massive difference in somebody's life and you're potentially saving somebody's life. So just always keep that in mind and just share it, whether it's on social media, whether it's via word of mouth, but just share it because you never know who you might be helping. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength and I will see you this Monday with another episode of Mindset Mondays. Thanks so much. Have a fabulous day.